mention to y'all that I'm reading through um, the New Testament. That's my, that, that was my plan for the, for the winter, right? I'm going to read through the New Testament. So I started with the Gospels, went through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But I'm really, really taking my time with it, right? And so this week I'm, I'm at the book of Acts. Now, some of y'all don't know, but I used to teach Bible to middle and high school students. I used to be a teacher. I used to be a lot of things. But anyway, um, and I taught the book of Acts probably three times to three different grades. So I know the book of Acts, right? But when you know it, I'm reading through the book of Acts. And I get up to chapter seven yesterday and I'm reading through it. And uh Lo and behold, I'm reading. They're talking about Stephen. Guys in the back, can y'all give me? They don't speak English. I'm at Acts chapter 7, and they've arrested Stephen. Now, Stephen was one of the guys that the disciples, the apostles picked to be sort of a deacon, all right, to take care of the people and to help them. But he was so filled with the Holy Spirit. My man is helping people, but he's preaching. He can't stop. And he's making all the Jews around the temple mad. So they arrest him. He knows he's going to die. Right? And they start asking him to explain himself. And this is, what, this is what's so unique about this young man, Stephen. Stephen starts from Abraham. Right? So his plan right now is he's going to convict the Jews. But he's not going to convict them from what they think. He's going to convict them with what they should know. So he starts with Abraham and he starts moving down through what we know now as the book of Genesis, right? Moving through it, moving through it, moving through it. And he gets to Moses. And here's the part that I want to talk to you guys about today. He gets to Moses and he says, Moses was, you know, a baby, whatever, whatever. 40 years growing up in the sweet spot, pretty much an Egyptian prince, right? 40 years before he looked out the window and recognized his own people were being persecuted, that they were being beaten, that they were just slaves. Runs out of his little palace now says he's going to help somebody and kills an Egyptian 40 years before his eyes were open kills the Egyptian people find out and he runs and scripture says for another 40 years he's a shepherd just out there messing around with sheep right leading them doing all this stuff little farm boy right so now he goes from prince to pauper right and 40 years pass and now God meets him at the burning bush and tells him that he's got something for him to do. So there's a bit of an internal struggle there, but he does it and he goes. And, and, and if you know the Bible, you know how the story plays out. He leads the Israelites out of Egypt, right? And then he spends another 40 years with the Israelites wandering in the desert. And at the end of that 40 years, he's not even allowed into the promised land. You know, he had a little bit of an ego issue, right? Yet he spent these 40 years with his people convicting them. So first 40 years, he learns empathy to see others, to care for them. Second 40 years, God calls him to obedience. The last 40 years of his life, God calls him to faithfulness. So I'm thinking about this number 40, right? And I look it up, and the, the theologians and the teachers, they got different things to say about the number 40, but they can all agree on one thing. For most people, they agree, one, that the number 40 just represents a long time. If they mention 40 anything, it's long time, right? 
And the second thing they say about it is that it's, it correlates to a time of testing, a time of trouble, almost a probationary period, right? Here's something about the number 40, and I know all of you guys will know this story. Y'all know, beginning of Jesus' ministry, he goes into the desert, right? To fast and to pray. And they say after 40 days and 40 nights, the devil comes after him, right? Now, most people teach this, and they teach it from a standpoint, and they say, well, after 40 days and 40 nights of fasting, Jesus is weak. Yet he resisted the devil. But I'm going to challenge y'all, and I'm going to say something a little different. If you're spending 40 days fasting and praying, you really should be strengthened, shouldn't you? You're spending that time in that kind of a relationship and that kind of closeness, listening to God, speaking to him, hearing from him, you're armed up. So when the devil comes after Jesus, what does he do? He assaults the devil with what? God's word. He doesn't say, nah, devil, I, I, I would like to eat, but you know, uh, I'm not really that hungry. It's all right, I'll take a pass. No, he, no, he says, my father's word says this. Man does not live by bread alone. Right? And every time the devil tempts him, he meets the devil, pushes him back with God's word. So I got to look at the number 40 and I got to say, okay, so whether it's 40 days or whether it's 40 months or whether 40 years, it's a long time. Well, maybe God puts us in that 40 for a reason. Repeat it again. The first 40 years of Moses' life, he learned empathy after that 40. After the second 40 years of his life, he learned, what did I say? Obedience. After the third 40 years of his life, he learned faithfulness. Jesus meets his 40 and he finds strength. So many times we find ourselves in the 40. 2020 has been 12 months of 40, hasn't it? All right? And so we're stuck in a 40 right now. This year has been 40 days, it's been 40 months, and Lord, it feels like 40 years. But what is God preparing us for? What is he doing with us in this 40? You know, the saddest thing as a pastor that I see is I see a lot of people wasting this 40. I see a lot of people spending the time crying Woe is me. I don't have. What if I get sick? They're, they're, they're fear-based instead of faith-based. They're angry instead of humbling themselves. And, and, and I feel like if, if, if the world were to end tonight and Jesus came back and we'd have to answer for our 40, what? What would we say? I'm in a bike, bro. Right? How would we respond to what we did in our 40? Would we say that we're learning something? Would we say that we're, we're growing closer to him? Would we say that we're drawing others closer to him? Ladies and gentlemen, I can only encourage each and every one of us to find 
are empathy, which is just caring about other people, man, and meaning it. To find our obedience, which means no matter where you find yourself, you know God's word. If you know it, then you know how you should be living. Obedience is doing what you know. I encourage you to faithfulness. Man, it, it, one thing we know right now is nobody has answers. But that's faith, isn't it? We, we know who has the answer, don't we? And we just got to trust in him and wait on him till it plays out. And that's faithfulness. And then the last part for each and every one of us tonight is don't give up. Find the strength. You know, tomorrow may not be like today. Who knows what tomorrow's going to bring? We have to find the strength to make it to tomorrow. Amen. To get up. Keep our eyes on God. Keep our heart strengthened and trust. God, I love you guys so much. And I don't think I can ever, you know, I don't think I can ever open up my Bible, read what it has for me, and not feel like it's for y'all too. And so when I come out here and I speak, I want you to know that it's my heart that's convicted first. So all these questions I'm posing to you right now, I sat and I posed them to myself first. It doesn't matter so much where we find ourselves in our station of life. It matters where we want to find ourselves in the after. Amen? Amen. And I'm hoping we're all going to be together. And it's going to be better days. And we're just going to be chilling. We're going to be loving life. And going to be thanking God for his mercies, great and small. Amen? Let's pray. Dear God, I thank you so much. I thank you that uh, even in this season, Lord, where um, unfortunately we, 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 we hear it so often, people are wondering where you're at. Uh, but for those who know you, Lord, and for those who, who love you, we know you, you've never left. If anything, Lord, you're, you're closer than you've ever been before. Lord, may we, may we feel that closeness, Lord. May we rely on that closeness. May we trust in that closeness, Lord. Lord, in spite of everything, we have our salvation bought by the blood of your son, Jesus Christ, Lord. And if we can't look to that as a promise of, of the greater things yet to come, then, Lord, we're wasting our time in this 40. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear, Lord. We love you. We thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank y'all for your time. This podcast is recorded live and uncut at our homeless food share events. To learn more about Straight Street, visit our website at straightst.org.